Hi, I'm Tony. I'm Patrick. And welcome to Cave to the Cross Apologetics. We are working our way through a book uh, by uh, Greg Kokel, and it's called um, Tactics, a Game Plan for Discussing Your Christian Convictions. And we've made our way through the book, and we're actually on the last chapter of the book that uh, that uh, you know that we've come to. Right. right. This one is called "More Sweat, Less Blood," and so we want to see <laughs> what's going on with the, with this particular. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of a. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sweat if it means less blood. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> He says at the beginning of the book, at the beginning of his book, Tactics, he made a promise. He said that he would guide us step by step through a game plan that would give, uh, that would help us to maneuver comfortably and graciously in conversations about our Christian convictions, right? And so he suggested an approach that he called uh, the ambassador model. And uh, he says that this particular model trades on friendly curiosity rather than confrontation. <laughs> so, uh, and then he introduced us to a handful of effective tactics to help us to navigate conversations. Right. And so now he wants to talk to us about, okay, now that we have all of this stuff under our belt, we understand how these things work. What are our next steps? Right. We've, right. we've read the book. Now we can close it up and never think about it again, right? <laughs> That's what we've done. We've, we've, we've blown off the dust. That was a good read. Time to close the book. That's right. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Next steps, right? <laughs> So he says uh, that he, he learned from a former Marine who picked it up, uh, uh, this, this book, during the rigors of uh, officer candidate school, this adage, the more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in battle. That's, wow. that's kind of been a, a mantra for, for many generations. Yeah, like, the more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in right, battle. Right. Wow, I like that. So that's why if you've been a long distance runner like I have back in the day, uh, in order to run 3.1 miles, you ran 10 miles. Mm, wow. Because if you can a run lot 10 of miles, sweat, right? 10, 10 miles. I did 10 miles. 3.1, I can easily do. Piece of cake. Yeah, 5K. That's easy. So he says that he wants to end this book with some suggestions that will help you sweat more, bleed less, and thus stay always faithful to the task ahead of you. Wow. Well, I'll, 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 uh, I'll take those. Okay. I'll, I'll take those. So <clears throat> he starts off by giving us what he calls uh, eight quick tips, right? And so it just kind of ticks them off. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we'll do here. Right. So the first one is to be ready. He tells us that good ambassadors are vigilant, always watchful for what might turn out to be a divine appointment. So we need to be ready, right? That's why we've read the book. That's why we've thought through these particular right. issues. And so we need to be, be ready for the opportunities that come to mm -hmm. us. Secondly, he says we should keep it simple. In other words, why complicate things with controversial issues unrelated to salvation? He's, remember, we want to put a stone in the person's shoe and not a, a pile of rocks. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Here's 16 books to read on the subject. Go, 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 go. Thirdly, he says, avoid religious language and spiritual pretense. Now, we've kind of covered this in, mm -hmm. the, in the last chapter, right? right? We need to make sure that we communicate precisely, that people don't misunderstand. And oftentimes, Christian jargon and religious language, people are not familiar with. And so they... they you know, they, their eyes glaze over right. and, they, and you lose them, right? Yeah. So we need to be real precise in our language. And, and oftentimes, we, if we avoid Christian jargon, we can help them to, to keep up with us as we're explaining what we're talking about. Right. Knowing the Greek, knowing the Latin, those, yeah. those are nice phrases to put out. <laughs> but if you're not going to explain them, then, uh, then it's just, you know, hubris on your part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the, uh, the fourth um, uh, uh, 
focus that he has here is uh, that we should focus on the truth of Christianity, not merely its personal benefits, mm. right? So I, I became a good person because I'm a Christian. Well, right. okay, other people become good people because of their religion. Whatever. So, yeah. so you know, it, having this idea now, there there are there are definitely benefits to to, to presenting that. I'm right. not saying never do that. Right. You know, um, in, in fact, well, a good testimony can go a long way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you knew me before I was uh, a Christian. You knew how you know, terrible I was or how apathetic I was. Uh, what You've asked me, what has changed about my life? Let me tell you about right, it. Right. And so that's when you get into the truth of Christianity, not just, oh, I read a, 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 bo- a book and it helped change me. You know, right. the, the, um, you know, Tony Robbins can help do that too, <laughs> if anyone remembers Tony Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the truth of Christianity is what we want to present, not, not personal feelings, not, not just this blind faith type deal. Uh, so the fourth one uh, is... I think uh, this is the fifth. But the, the number that I'm on now yes. is the next one. Yes, the next one is, uh, is to give reasons, right? Even in a relativistic age, people still care about reasons. Show yeah. me your proof. Yeah, that's right. T- tell me tell me why this is true. Yeah, so they okay. want reasons. Yeah. yeah. Now, they might not always agree with them, but those reasons are important to know. And uh, I think a big one is stay calm. Mm. Don't get mad. Don't show frustration. Don't look annoyed. Keep your cool. Yeah, wow. I don't know how to do this (laughs) because this is sometimes hard. And, you know, there are benefits to to having this type of conversation online. You can get up, you can walk away, you can hit the delete key, (laughs) you can type in what you want and say, okay, that was good, but that's definitely not the Christian message right there. And so uh, So we can't always always do that in person. (laughs) But but understand the ambassador model. When, When an ambassador is sent from America to China, what China does is, you know, sometimes terrible and awful, and you want to condemn it. But do, does that 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 uh, emotional appeal have any um, uh, implication to to what uh, what you're charged to do in your capacity in your role? And you can condemn it, but the idea here is to right. just stay calm, yeah. right, and uh, clear, you know, and and uh, don't get mad. You don't have to show frustration and that sort of thing. Right, right. right. <clears throat> yeah, there's righteous anger, and then there's Unrighteous anger. <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his next of his eight quick steps, he says, is that uh, if they want to go, <laughs> let them leave. Yeah. Right? Don't force the conversation. Instead, let the exchange in naturally. Remember, you don't need to close the sale in every encounter. Right. So if you know if they're if they're getting bored with it, you know, eye contact, they're they're all over the place. Uh, let them go. Yeah, right? I've got to get to work, but yeah. hold on. Yeah. One more thing, yeah. one more thing. I'm on, well, I'm on yeah. point one of 16. <laughs> yeah. i got to get my points across. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, if they want to go, let them go. Right, yep. And then uh, finally, uh, he says, you know, we don't have to um, leave them empty-handed, though, right? If they want to go, let them go, but we don't have to leave them empty-handed. If possible, we can give the person, you know, a tangible way to follow up on what we uh, challenged them about. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a new, uh, track or something like that. Yeah. A, a, um, you know, a new, small New Testament of the Gospel of John or, or you know, something yeah. like that. Can I get your email so that I can send you a link for yeah. something yeah. I learned about this? Or here's a really good book that I want. If, if, I, if, I, get, if I let you borrow the book or got you the book, would you, would you read it? And so that, that's always a, a, a nice gesture as well. Right. Um, and then it also provides an ability to follow up afterwards in and, and different setting. And, uh, you know, cooler heads prevail if something got amiss. And you can kind of go over it again and say, hey, you know, I want to apologize for my behavior. I don't think I presented 
myself well or, you know, what have you, or, you know, I, 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 I told you this, but I was incorrect. So I want to make sure that, that I give you the, the accurate one. I don't want to misconstrue, misconstrue what, what is uh, true. And so, uh, uh, kind of these, uh, these eight ideas, these, these quick tips that he has, uh, remove obstacles that get in your way as an ambassador, right? Cause that, that's what we are. That's, that's, that's our goal is we're, we're made in the image of God. We go out into the world and we proclaim his message. We're his ambassadors. Mm. They will make it easier for others to focus on your message without being distracted by your methods. So, mm. you know, you're, you're not saying, hold on. Uh, I, I remember this. I'm, I'm on point three. I, I need to actually go back to point two. Let me, you know, this, this helps kind of your flow of conversation and 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 you know th- th- there's there's no one r- right way to respond to people because everyone's going to have different um subjective values on what they view as good evidence or what they want to talk about and so um um you know that th- these these tactics are meant to kind of give you um an underlying basis for how to talk to people yeah he says here the irony is that when our method is skillful it fades into the background right <laughs> right so, uh, but when a method is clumsy or, or offensive, then it becomes a focus instead of the truth of what we want to communicate. Right. Right. Yeah. So, if, yeah. if you think about, um, you know, every, every debate I've seen Bart Ehrman do, I know his jokes, I know his presentation. <laughs> I, 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 he, he just does the same thing because he's getting paid to, to do it. I don't yeah. think he's really engaged with the other side because I don't think he really views them as value. And so if you have that type of strict, here's how we present the gospel each time, here's the words I say, you almost kind of go into a, a, you know, a robotic form of, of presenting it. You're not talking to the person, you're talking at the person. Mm, yeah. Um, so another key to uh, making you a better ambassador is to the company that you keep. When people ask me how to get their church interested in loving God with their minds as Christians, uh, I have a simple bit of advice. You can't start fire with wet wood. You must begin with dry tinder. Mm. So, you know, don't try and change your church and force them like that. You know, we, we all need to read Greg Kokel's books, <laughs> Tactics. Uh, this is the best thing ever. This is how we yeah. present the gospel. No, the, you find like-minded people and you say, hey, I have a desire to to, to do this. Will you help me? And right. So you go to somebody who, um, you know, who's in your church and say, hey, can we partner up? Can can we go over what some things that we've heard are and, and kind of... Um, go back and forth on using the Colombo method and, you know, what, you know, what are we prepared to, uh, to, to listen to? And do we know what we know? Right. That's, that's an right. important thing yeah. too. So he says in nearly every church, there are brothers and sisters who share your hunger, um, but have yet to share your discovery. Right. Right? <laughs> They're dissatisfied yearning for something more substantial, but do not know where to turn. And he calls these people your dry tender. Mm-hmm. Right? And so he says, do not make it your goal to change your church, as you mentioned, first, but find people uh, of kindred spirit, right? That's what we're looking for. Right. Uh, so this, uh, this dry tender, um, we want to commit to meet uh, together on a regular basis, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever it might be. Um, you know, um, maybe we do it uh, on Discord or uh, online. Maybe we do it in front of people. Maybe we don't. Maybe we record it. Maybe we, you know, record it for only for us to look back on it and, and critique each other, whatever fits your schedule, 
meet together for a limited but definite period of time to study a particular topic. And especially, um, you know, if, if you're talking about something that could have so many rabbit holes, having something just with like a, a, a written form of, hey, this is what we're going to be discussing and have an agreement that that's what it's going to be because yeah. that's going to help just focus you and you're not going to talk about how the Yankees did. And, <laughs> and you know, the, 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 you set aside time for that, you know, five minutes of time to talk about how great the Yankees are or whoever it might be. Right, right. How terrible Michigan State is. <laughs> <laughs> your, your group could be the catalyst influencing others in your church, a vital resource that your Christian friends can turn to when they have questions. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we, we see this when um, when new ideas uh, come into play. You know, it, we talked about like the Da Vinci Code and how how many people read the Da Vinci Code before it became popular, before it became, this is true. Wow. This this is the answer to Christianity. <laughs> Let's all use this. And so then the church panics and they're looking for people who may have answers. You're like, oh, I, I, I read that book and I've read the response to that book. Yeah. Let me let me kind of give yeah, a presentation. Yeah. Can we and, get together yeah. or, yeah, yeah, give a presentation or, yeah, good. Let me, let me yeah. develop a, a little track to hand out. <clears> so and, that's called dry tender, right? Yeah. Just find the, the dry tender and then you can... Uh, put the whole thing on fire. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His uh, next kind of uh, approach here and way to, to get uh, this off the, um, to, to help you in terms of uh, using these various principles is a way that uh, he tells us um, kind of a, the method to use them, right? He calls this hostile witness. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of scary, actually, oh, if, yeah. if you think about it. He says, Part of uh, the pursuit involves a certain kind of vulnerability. So we have to be vulnerable, he tells us. So he says if we want to uh, cultivate a well-informed faith, we need to be aware of our own powerful instincts for ideological self-preservation. Right. right. In other words, you know, we surround ourselves with people that think exactly the way we do so that we can preserve our, our ideology. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and that way, you know, we're safe, we're comfortable, and we can breathe sigh of relief. Yep, they understand the way I do. They believe the way I do. Whew, you know, that, right. this is the way the world must be because we all believe like this, <laughs> right? Anything outside of that is an antithesis to my <laughs> ideas or yeah. ideology. Right. Yeah. And he says, no, 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 no. Instead of digging in behind uh, fortifications to protect against attackers, notice we should encourage critique by hostile witnesses. Sure. So we need to go outside of the walls, go outside of the fort, and... Um, and present our ideas and then encourage those who don't agree with us to tell us what they think about. Right. It, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, half the time the objections are so old that you can look in first, second, third <laughs> century books and, and find answers to it. Um, or, you know, the, the, the responses just aren't that good or that's something you've never thought about and you want to go find the answer and you come to be the person that knows the answer to that question. Yeah. So you write a book about it and yeah. <laughs> make a bunch of money. That's so, great. so, you know, and, uh, I don't think we have to be necessarily fearful in these types of situations. Okay. I mean, we can consider it as, as training or practice. Right. And so we can go out and say, okay, today I'm going to practice, uh, sharing the gospel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or I'm going to practice, you know, so I'm going to find someone who doesn't do, what I believe doesn't agree with me. And I'm going to practice trying to meet their objections and tell them why I believe what I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, so with practice, you know that, so when you're practicing free throws, let's say, 
you don't make every basket. <laughs> but you don't care because it's practice, right? And the same, so you can consider it this way, right? Go out and practice. Um, but God may use your practice, right? right? <laughs> but find hostile witnesses that will help you to improve your game. Right. Find someone who doesn't agree with you. And, uh, and talk to them about uh, about your belief. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't o- only have to be about, you know, uh, does God exist or is, is Jesus the son of God? It could be something like uh, the topic of abortion. Go yeah. f- go find that, that one person that you know that, yeah. that happens to have a different opinion than you and say, hey, here's, here's what I heard on the news last night. And uh, it was discussed on this. What do you think about that? Right. And then that starts the conversation. You can kind of hone your skill on, on that particular topic and you utilize you know your worldview your christianity and um and what jesus said all, the, all those things how do you know what you know um how did you come to that conclusion all, all those are, are questions you can answer and you know you, you you do it in that kind of controlled um manner and that person is more likely to respond in not such a you know, why are you asking me that? Yeah, you know, yeah, are, are you yeah. accusing me? Make it into a conversation. All right. right? Where yeah. You, you're, yeah, yeah. And so he, he compares this hostile witness idea with uh, peer review in terms of right. academia, yeah. right? I think it's really he good. says peer review is based on a sound notion. If our ideas are easily destroyed by those acquainted with the facts, they ought to be discarded. Right. But if our ideas are good, they will not be upended so easily. In the process, we'll learn what the other side knows. We may even be surprised at how weak the substance of their resistance really is, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, let's go find a hostile witness, right. right? Or maybe I don't know it well enough, and I can be okay with saying, hmm, yeah, I really haven't thought about that. Let me get back to you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Nothing you know, wrong with that. Right, right? yeah. yeah. It, 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 it doesn't hurt. If, if Christianity is true, it doesn't hurt the truth. And right, it, right. It, it, it tells you, man, I'm, I'm not prepared to answer this, so I'm just going to go back and put more sweat, less blood into it. <laughs> right. I, I, I got stuck. I'm bleeding. But you know what? I can go back. And That's all right. Yeah, put more sweat into it. <laughs> uh, being gun shy. Mm. Uh, I, I, I get this. I understand. <laughs> a commitment to truth as opposed to a commitment to organization means an openness to refining one's own views. Sometimes you may not have the right answer right away. Mm. It means increasing the accuracy of one's understanding and being open to correction in thinking. Right? I, if if you're not doing that, then you're 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 you've got it all. You 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 know everything. You're you're the uh, the, the Dalai Lama who sits on the mountain. <laughs> and you're just waiting for people to come come to the mountain. A challenger might turn out to be a blessing in disguise, Amen. An ally Amen. instead of an enemy. That's right. And an evangelist who is convinced of her his or her view then should be willing to engage the best argument against it. Right. And and that's what that's what we uh, hear. We like reading people like Michael Kruger, or um, uh, we we when we interviewed um, um, uh, Scott uh, Christensen, mm. uh, you know, we made it a point to say. Um, you present the best argument for the other side and you respond to that because who wants to, to have the, the weakest argument? Ah, right. I won. They're done. Yeah. Well, mm. what about the people that know the subject and present this argument? I'm not writing to them. No, <laughs> no, no. You, you, you want to you wanna deal with the best arguments possible. And mm. so uh, don't make up definitions of words of what people don't believe. <laughs> that might help. Right. And so deal with the best arguments, right? right? So one of two things will happen if we do this, he tells us. Either we might discover that some objections to our uh, our view are good ones, right? Um, then the rebuttal, he says, the rebuttal would would help us make adjustments and corrections, and 
you know, and refine our thinking and our knowledge of the truth, mm-hmm. right? Or it might turn out that uh, we're on solid ground and what they have to say doesn't, doesn't affect our arguments, right? They have weak arguments themselves. And so he says developing answers to the toughest arguments against uh, someone uh, would strengthen both our witness and our confidence uh, in our convictions. Confidence, that sounds like faith to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that is faith. <laughs> yeah. That's gun shy. Yeah. Don't be gun shy. Go on out and do it, right? <laughs> Uh, and then finally, courage under fire. Ooh, yeah. Good, good, good movie. <laughs> Here's the main takeaway for you: Don't retreat simply because you face opposition. Too much is at stake. Mm. Be the kind of soldier who instills respect in others because of your courage under fire. Say things like "I don't know" or "Let me get back to you" yeah. or "I haven't thought about it that way before." Right. Can can I can I take a moment? Can mm. I get back to you? That's perfectly fine. If, if you don't understand, if they don't allow you to have uh, uh, perfect knowledge, uh, you know, with, with with total recall and and remembering all the specific dates. Oh, we're and getting times. all the movies in here. Yeah, Courage I mean, on the fire, total recall. <laughs> <Right>. Go to Mars. <laughs> you know, it, it is that the type of conversation you want to have? Is that is that what? they would want for themselves. And so, you know, that, that's, that's just how we approach any conversation except for things on Twitter and these days. And so <laughs> hopefully not everything is all politics. And so we can, we can get out of this quagmire of, of letting people be wrong and letting people be able to not re- know everything right off the bat and be able to, to bring the best arguments, maybe not right at that time, but come back to you and say, you know, let's put a pin in it. But don't lose heart if your audience seems to get the best of you mm-hmm. sometimes. That happens to each of us sooner or later. Mm. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most important gauge of success will not be our numbers or even our impact, but our fidelity, our, our pledge of allegiance to uh, Jesus Christ, our That's Savior. Right. Our faithfulness to just trust God and walk in obedience, right? right? Our, our faithfulness to right. God. That is well, the, the gauge of success. Right. He, um, he ends the book with... Uh, what he's called the <laughs> Ambassador's right. Creed, right? And we won't, uh, so I'll just lit, tick off all of these here. We won't necessarily explain them, but uh, it's kind of an interesting way to, to end the right. book, right? Yeah. He says, um, the ambassador is ready, patient, reasonable, tactical, clear, fair, honest, humble, attractive, dependent, mm-hmm. right? Ambassador knows the effectiveness requires uh, joining his uh, best efforts with God's power. So we are dependent on God. Right. So he calls this the ambassador's creed. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how he ends the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we did it. We, we made it to the end. Wow. Uh, you might not have agreed with all his points. Maybe you think uh, the Columbo is, uh, is a, a part two, not a part one. Um, you know, maybe uh, you, you kind of, the, the finding flaws is, is, uh, kind of the, the, the biggest uh, benefactor to you. But um, I think this is, was a, a good book just uh, to get you thinking about how to talk to people and also to do some self-examination. I think all Christians should do, especially with how the world is and how everyone expects everyone to respond and how you know the response videos and the Twitter exchanges. <laughs> it's just It would just be nice to have more cordial important conversations and not just bumper sticker, bumper sticker from both sides. And so, right. right. Um, so the book is tactics, a game plan for discussing uh, your Christian convictions. Uh, we worked our way through the 10th anniversary edition, right. Uh, edition, right. By Greg, Gregory Coco and um, the forward, by the way, uh, it was written by Lee Strobel. 
Hey, what do you know? Yeah. All right. So thanks for joining us. Um, uh, stay tuned for probably uh, um, a follow-up to, to this book uh, that I think you'll enjoy. And uh, from there, we'll start our next book or we'll, we'll figure out something to do. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll uh, let you know and we'll, we'll, um, we'll let you know before we actually um, crack open the next book or whatever it is. So thanks for joining us. Uh, continue to share, like, subscribe if you want. If not, that's fine too. Um, but uh, uh uh, brush off your your books of the dust every once in a while because uh, you might you might need it sooner or later. Right. <laughs> Thanks again. Yep. See you next time.